Welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'm here to help people like you transform their body image, their fitness and their confidence through exercise, nutrition and mindset training. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Hey yo, and welcome to episode 33 of the podcast, bringing the second season to a close in the next seven episodes. So I wanted to bring this one to you today entitled why you don't want or need a meal plan now to give you some context for this one it comes off the back of a consultation with a client and the client had a military background and when she approached me she said i want you to tell me what to eat when to eat it how to cook it how much i should have and i'm going to follow it to a t i have that kind of discipline and that's how i want to follow through and get these results so obviously i'd ask her then what she felt was going wrong with her nutrition what were her habits etc and she knew she knew the mistakes she was making in terms of overeating binge eating choosing the wrong foods too often and that was resulting in a calorie surplus and obviously resulted in weight and fat gain so she wanted to correct that but the answer for her was a very specific one solution method to fixing it and i get this all the time so people feel they want this singular solution that's going to work and there's an ample amount of things that i can mention that will work such as diet pills, fat burners, green tea something, a juice detox diet, a slimming plan, some crazy training method. And they all work in the short and the shortest of short terms. They're not going to be sustainable. We need to start looking at it more long term. And genuinely and honestly, that's where the difference will be in your success. Because a year from now, you're going to be someone different than who you are now. And if you go towards a short-term solution, you can expect a very short-term result. Going forward from that, then, I want to talk about why you don't want or need a plan, especially when it's dictated by another. At no stage should the decisions of what you put into your mouth be dictated by someone else. That is for you to own and to manage. It's one of the simplest things in the world for me to do is to sit down and write a meal plan for someone, even based on their preferences and taking timing and stuff into consideration. It's easily done, but they miss out on the education. The complete, it's like doing your child's homework for them. They're not going to benefit unless they go through the process of learning it themselves. Or it's like using a calculator instead of going through the mathematics on paper. It's the same thing with nutrition. You need to give yourself a sound understanding and education, improve your knowledge background, improve your habits, your behaviours. That's what's going to bring long-term success. The other side of it is this. If you go online and search meal plan, you're going to get an absolute shitload of information thrown at you. And most of the plans are 100% sound. They can, in fact be used in the long term to bring you massive and sustainable results. However, it's not specific to you. You're going to get American-based meal plans, English-based meal plans, Indian-based, Chinese-based, Italian-based. You're going to get all these different people with different ethnic and cultural backgrounds throwing their approach at you. And even then when you zone in and get more specific about typical European meal plan or whatever the case is, it still doesn't account or take into consideration that you have trained yourself to eat 
particular foods at particular times. There's certain foods you enjoy that your palate has gotten used to over X amount of time, which is usually a significant amount of time. And here you go about trying to change all of that in one foul swoop, starting on some given Monday. And it's madness. Your body will reject it. Your mind will reject it. Your willpower may last a certain amount of time, but eventually you're going to succumb to it. You're going to fail. So what I want to do today is naturally give you the better, in my opinion, the better approach. And then I'll talk to you a bit more about my approach in helping clients. So the first thing I want to advocate is that if you're going to make changes, the first thing you need to do is recognize where those changes need to happen. And most personal trainers, dietitians, nutrition specialists, whatever the case is, will encourage you to map the foods you're currently consuming for several reasons. One, to get to grips with what your habits are. What I mean by habits are, what time do you eat what foods? Do you have breakfast? Do you skip breakfast? Do you skip lunch and have a bigger dinner? What are your habits specific to you, your lifestyle, your family circle, your social circle, etc.? Next, does that person drink alcohol? Does that person eat takeaway more than once, twice per week? There's loads of little factors that we have to take into account. And then, of course, it comes down to understanding on a calorie level, how many in versus how many out in other words does this person work on a building site does this person sit down in an office all day does this person have a very busy active lifestyle around their children doing activities with the kids does this person use the gym or do they follow a training plan and we can come up with a an understanding of your calories in calories out and understanding what's going wrong there now in my opinion, my program simplifies that whole process and constantly reflects the learning back towards you to understand what it is you're doing and how the small changes can come about. Because for a lot of the people I deal with who initially start out by wanting to make huge changes, most of the time we end up making slight changes in lots of different areas that result in huge changes in the long term for that person. So again, sustainable, long term, and you're going to reap the rewards in much more than just the weighing scales and your clothes size. In terms of energy, skin, hair, nails, all the benefits that you would want, that any of us would want. So after you've mapped out everything, the next question is, where can you start shaving down? So, for example, that's, that's assuming that you need to shave down. I've often come back to people and said, you are under eating in these three days and then you're blown shit out of the water on those two days you just need to adapt those two days slightly and we're actually going to be in deficit and you're going to lose fat and we're going to increase more muscle mass and that's going to help you burn even more calories on any given day and then you're going to start seeing serious change so assuming though that we've come up to the conclusion that you've got to um, reduce calories what we'll firstly do is look at the simple things sauces fizzy drinks condiments um the amount of bread you're consuming the amount of um fats so normally speaking we can find a lower fat or lower calorie option in several areas for example sugar in uh, our milk in tea and coffee we can go for the lower fat versus the full fat option if you're using sugar we can adapt to sweetener we can go for low fat sauces we can get you more conscious of cooking with, um, say, soy sauce instead of the, the ready-made calorie-dense sauces. There's loads of small changes we can start to shake off. Because most people think, oh, it's the biscuits I haven't eaten that are the problem. Sometimes, no. It's the binge 
madness on a Saturday and Sunday that's the problem or it's the amount of alcohol followed by the takeaway and then do the same thing on a Sunday night there's loads of you know what I mean there's loads of things that people perceive to be the problem and it's not but sometimes you need a bit of outside perspective in order to uh, to understand that the next reason you don't want or need a meal plan is the stress connection and that is as I mentioned I give you a meal plan and I say you stick with that and it has porridge for breakfast. It has chicken uh, chicken wrap for uh, lunch. It has a steak-based dinner um, with vegetables for dinner. And then it is a snack of fruit bowl and yogurt um, in the evenings. And I said, you just do that every single day. And you'll go, right, fuck it. If it's going to work, I'll do it. I'll stick with it. I'm going to I'm gonna find the willpower. I'll stay motivated. I'm so driven to achieve this. And you go on about your merry way. Then, naturally, uh, you're only human. You're going to find a point where you go, fuck this. This is boring me to tears. I've no, the food I used to enjoy, in fact, I can't even find enjoyment in. So if you're someone who enjoyed porridge, for example, but now you're eating it every day, you're going to go to hell with porridge. Or you used to enjoy steak dinner, and now steak is just the thoughts of it is repulsive. So you start to go, fuck it. And then you're afraid to come back to me to say, oh, I can't stick with it, can you give me more? And then you end up trying to, you know, maintain the willpower and all of this time you're going through loads of emotion between the guilt of not being able to um, stick with it the anxiety associated with coming back to me and saying oh can we do something else and then with that kind of a diet plan your energy is going to be all over the place and hormonally you're going to come out of balance out of sync and you form the stress connection and when you are stressed when you're releasing the, the hormones associated with stress cortisol and you're basically flooding your body with all the shit it hates and what does it do it goes into this kind of a a, a hold tight mode and by hold tight i mean it holds on to its defenses and part of that defense mechanism is of course the body fat storage system so it doesn't let go fat it won't allow you to use fat as an energy source because you're unhappy because you're our sink is the best way to put it and once once this stress connection kicks off you have basically no matter what training you're doing or what you know, you're trying to stick with in terms of nutrition, your results in terms of weight and body fat may, or sorry, results in terms of weight and clothes may still keep dropping, but you are overwhelmed with stress. And again, your body's just not going to perform anywhere near its potential. Things like sleep become affected, focus becomes affected, mood, obviously. And and all for what? To attain a new, attain a new digit on the scale, to attain a new um, pair of jeans. You know, all this started out as you wanting to feel better about you and you've gone and done the polar opposite because you felt that this militant approach was the way to do it. So you've created something extremely negative. And it's a cycle that will keep going around based on that because when you come off, then as you say, to hell with the diet and you go back to whatever you considered your normal, you're going to make up for lost time. You're going to feel shit about that falling off the wagon and now the shit food you're consuming again is going to lead to further emotions of guilt and stress and that just spirals downwards for you and you end up having to start again maybe another year when finally you get over that fact and you find yourself in the worst condition of your life an even worse state than maybe you started off in who deserves that you don't no one does so to come back to the uh, positive part of the podcast what i want to talk to you about is creating your own basics so as we've said we wanted you to go and look objectively at what you tend to do now on a week-to-week -week and weekend basis but then start to map out 
the foods maybe you forgot you enjoy. And there are so many there. And that's when I would encourage you to do a search on meal plans and point out, go through 20 meal plans and point out little things. Oh God, that actually sounds really nice. Or that looks really good and tasty. And, and then build them into a category um, on a weekly basis. So instead of having a meal plan on the fridge or wherever you can see it, you've got a list of options for each of the main times you eat. For some of you, that will be, you know, a breakfast, lunch, dinner and snack or maybe two snack, whatever the case is. For some of you, it'll be breakfast and dinner because some people only eat twice a day based on their lifestyle that's not an issue that's not going to cause you to you know gain weight and gain fat and not achieve the results you're trying to achieve you've just got to be specific to you so then you can start to look at things like for example themed nights where night one is your italian night where you'll consume a healthy based bruschetta or a tin based pizza or a pasta dish with uh uh, gluten-free pasta or whatever the case is then you have your mexican night again loads of healthy options when it comes to mexican a chinese night you could team it out to make it more fun and more enjoyable but again don't do it all in one foul swoop introduce one healthy night to start off um, and then carry on somewhat similar with maybe some adaptations around the rest of the plan the whole point we're trying to make here is that you have to stay in control of what you're doing you cannot let someone else dictate that and if you're someone who likes the thought of having a meal plan to follow design it yourself with your preferences um, as the priority not the advice of someone else in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve so with all that said i'd like to move towards how we do things within v3 so as i've mentioned the first thing i'll ask you to do is to get very familiar with your own eating patterns your own eating style based around that of your lifestyle and i'll have a look at that on a basic level um and from there as i mentioned earlier all of the learning is reflected back upon you so I will then introduce you to what we call the module on adaptation. And again, it's about making the small subtle changes that will reap benefit in the long term. And you will dictate where you make the changes. You can come back to me then and say, what do you feel uh, about this? And I will give it the green light for go, or I would ask you to make further changes, or maybe just to rethink some of the things that you've, uh, you've come up with. From there, we'll monitor the results um, after a week using those adaptations, and we'll see what it's done so as you can guess the process of monitoring results is hugely important we don't just use the scale it is a guide but that guide is for me not for you the client um, but what we do is track changes in your energy as well how you're sleeping how you are in terms of hunger and energy but then also what clothes changes are we seeing is your pants looser are you seeing visible changes in the mirror Normally, visible changes take longer than a week, so it'll be two weeks. Um, but what I'm talking about is making a small change to see what those changes have resulted in. And then we can just stick with that. But then I have a good feeling that sooner or later those results will stop. Your body will adapt. It'll find its, its point. But you likely say, I'd still like to drop a little bit more. So from there then we bring in the timing rule. And the timing rule starts off extremely simple. We start off by looking at consuming most calories. You're going to consume the dense calories at an earlier time of the day so they can be used as ready fuel. When you 
have gone through that particular mode of practice and again we monitor the results of that practice we'll then also start to look at using the higher carbohydrate foods around the highest activity so if you're someone who if you're on the v3 program you're training three times per week and we'll try and time some of the extra carbohydrates in line with that workout session we'll also time them in line with your breakfast and depending on your job description then we can time them in the middle of the day as well but we'll start to put a lot of focus on protein for recovery after the workouts and fats then for basic function and um, brain liver again skin hair nails things like that so we build it up in that way and then we ask you to stick with the final protocol which is the timing protocol for the final two weeks and that is going to kind of get you over the end of the program and by the end of the program again you will understand and be able to dictate what foods work best for you what timing work be works best for you and of course what foods you can now sustain and enjoy as you move forward and by that stage it's already a habit i, I feel a habit takes 21 days so over the course of six um weeks you've got 42 days so you have double the amount of habitual time needed to really get these things dialed in and that pretty much concludes today's episode um, i'd like to thank you for listening as always and if you need help with this stuff if you'd like me and my recipe packs to be part of that journey of, of discovery well simply reach out drop me a pm and i'll get some recipe packs off to your inbox it's that simple jay daniels i'm over and out and i'll see you on episode 34 take care thank you for listening if you would like to learn more about my v3 transformation experience please reach out to me on any of my social media channels but for now stay on stay strong and i'll see you in the next episode